0: On this week's episode of The Fizz, I talk about the Tigers' brawl, Matthew Stafford's contract extension, I bring in Jerry for a little over-under, and we do our Game of Thrones winners and losers. But before we get into all that, let's talk about the Score app, an app being released soon that was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. The way the Score app works, it's kind of like gambling. They will offer deals at bars in your area before a game starts based on what happens in the game. You choose your deals. If that occurrence happens during the game you're watching, you can then redeem your deals at the bars in your area. It's called the Score app. Follow them on Instagram for more information. That's at scoredeals. That's at S-C-O-R-E-D-E-A-L-S. But now, let's get into the figs. cha with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop bottles.
1: Fault uh-huh. with Need straight that. shots and then pop bottles.
0: Yeah. with the
1: hood rats, Okay, pop we popping models. champagne pop like we want a championship
0: Hello and welcome everyone to episode 6 of The Fizz. I am your host, Frank Cerise. I am coming to you from the Foundation Hotel in downtown Detroit, where it is pouring rain on this Tuesday evening. And the studio is absolutely freezing. Um, Every week I come in here, I try to override the heat controls, and I never can do it. So I resorted to bringing a sweater, but guess what? Forgot the fucking sweater this time. Also, forgot to pack a little snack. So I should be grumpy here very shortly. All right, with that being said, let's let's jump right into it. A lot more sporting news um, this week than we've had in the past few weeks. One, because fall is approaching. And because, two, the Tigers decided to actually fucking do something. Um, and by do something, I mean they just got in a full-out fist fight with the New York Yankees. Now, I did bitch about this on the Instagram stories, and I did write an article about this, so I'll just touch on this briefly here in the podcast because I haven't spoken about it in a podcast. I had kind of, like, mixed feelings about it. I mean, from an entertainment standpoint, it was fucking great. From the other standpoint, it's kind of like, the Tigers fucking suck this year, and they're going nowhere. So this just kind of looked like a shitty team frustrated with how everything's going, beating up on a better team that really wants nothing to do with this. Miggy's having like the worst year of his career and for him to start this fight only just shows the frustration that he had. I think if the Tigers are a winning team or even a team with a fucking pulse, um, even if they're close to 500, this is fucking awesome and entertaining and then the Yankees are our rivals for years to come with our young players just never forgetting about this, you know, br- this base brawl that we had but unfortunately the Tigers are just awful. They're old and they're in cell mode and the Yankees are young, good, and trying to grow a team for the future. So realistically, we just kind of looked like asshats during the whole thing. The most notable points of it though, you got to take a look at Miggy started the fight with Romine's brother uh, catching behind home plate. The Yankees catcher Austin Romine was catching. Miggy shoves him, takes two swings at him, um, and then there's just an absolutely great photo that comes out of it of of Andrew Bromine. I call him the Bromine. Andrew Romine trying to break up the fight with uh, his brother and his teammate, who happens to be the Tigers' quote-unquote best player on the team. And if anybody got eyes on the Instagram story that I put up right after this fight, you would have saw me absolutely losing my mind over Victor Martinez. And the reason I lost my mind over Victor Martinez is I don't know if anybody caught the clip of Verlander and Nick Castellanos kind of beefing with Victor after the whole shindig hoot nanny went down. But Victor was, like, buddying up with Gary Sanchez and a, and a couple other Yankees, kind of, you know, laughing, giggling with them, shooting the shit with them after they just were fucking waging war against each other. Now, look, I get that it's your fucking job. I get that we're in last place. I get that you make a bunch of money, and maybe you didn't want to go in there and throw punches. But guess what? I don't really fucking care. You're, you're rocking the old English D. We're paying you millions upon millions of dollars at the fucking old age that you are. You could at least go stand around the huddle or pull people off, but don't go over there and start sucking the dicks of the team we're playing that's throwing at our players' fucking heads and legs and throwing punches at us. That's not what you do. So I think Nick Castellanos and JV were in the complete right for yelling at Victor Martinez for this. I've thought for a couple of years now that Victor Martinez could give two shits about baseball or the Tigers or winning. And I just feel like this lack of fire out of him completely showed that. And I just want the guy out of fucking Detroit. He fully represents everything that's wrong with the Tigers right now. A overpaid old guy who's indifferent about the success of the team and even more so about helping out his own teammates. So that guy all around can just go fucking kick rocks. But one of my favorite parts, I think, of the entire thing, I think this was my favorite part, um, James McCann took a baseball off the fucking dome, and then I think it was the bottom of the eighth. He just launched one into uh, almost dead center, but just, just to the left of center field, and it just smoked some Yankees kid in the face. Should I feel bad about that? I don't really give a shit. Don't come to fucking Comerica Park rocking a Yankees T-shirt with a glove, with a glove, And have a ball come right in your fucking wheelhouse and then you miss the fly ball and it goes off your fucking face. If you're going to bring a glove to a game like a jackass, I don't care how old you are, like a little jackass, you better catch the goddamn ball. My dad, when I was little, hated when I brought my mitts to the game, but he let me bring it. But he would have beat my fucking ass had I dropped any foul balls that came my way. And I never did. I mean, sure, the only foul balls that were ever that I ever obtained in life were handed to me by, you know, older people who just gave the younger kid the ball. But had a fly ball come my way, I wouldn't have fucking dropped it because I knew my dad would have beat my ass. The Yankees kid needs a fucking lesson on how to go to a ball game. But let's keep this train moving. Um, we can talk about some good things, some positive things. Matthew Stafford. Paid. As fuck, highest-paid player in NFL history, twenty-seven million dollars a year. And if you don't think he deserved every red cent of that, I think you're out of your fucking mind. I get it. Maybe he's not the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I mean, there's clearly, you know, Brady, Breeze, Rogers, you know, and there's a. Few other in front of him. But he is a product of the timing of when this contract had to come. I mean, he's better than Derek Carr. I say that confidently. And he is better than half the league. Does he maybe deserve to be the highest-paid quarterback of all time? Probably not yet. But let me tell you, if we would have lost this guy, we would have been absolutely fucked. Have you guys looked around the NFL recently I mean, I seriously feel like there's, like, 11 good quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm looking at the list of starting quarterbacks right now, and it is absolutely fucking haunting. It's terrifying. I mean, but you got names like Blake Bortles, Josh McCown, Tom Savage, Mike Glennon, Trevor Simeon, uh, Jared Goff, Brian Hoyer, fucking – about to get these starting jobs, or at least in the conversation for it. And I just even feel like a lot of these other guys don't even hold a fucking candle to Matthew Stafford. I mean, Ryan Tannehill went down. Cutler is going to start in the NFL. Miami didn't have a backup better than dumpster fire Jay Cutler out of fucking retirement. All that guy's been doing is crushing Whoppers and smoking Marlboro Reds since he retired, and he just walked into a starting job in the NFL. And people want to say we shouldn't have paid Matthew Stafford? What in the fuck would we have done losing Matthew Stafford next year? Draft somebody? Who the fuck would we draft that could start in the NFL right away? And who's done well doing that? Besides maybe Dak Prescott, who caught lightning in a bottle last year, and I honestly don't see him repeating that again. Jared Goff for the Rams, How that? how's that gone? Not well at all. Wentz has had some success, but I mean, Stafford is is, is the best that we got, and, and he's pretty fucking good. And on top of all that, you just know that every down, every play, every game, uh, that guy is going to just absolutely give it his all for the Lions. I mean, dating back to when we won two games and he dislocated his shoulder versus the Browns and still won, um, through that final touchdown pass, you just know the guy's a warrior, um, and he's he's definitely repping Detroit proud. Unlike fucking Victor Martinez on the Tigers, I love Stafford. I might even be a Stafford slappy, but I'm definitely okay with that. And um, I'm really okay with you know the Fords dishing out 27 million to uh, to the quarterback, especially if we're given fucking 30 million and whatever, 27 million to Justin Verlander across the street for, you know, a hundred more years. Stafford's our fucking man and he's proud to be our fucking man. You all should be happy about it. But instead of listening to me yap about it uh, for hours on end, I'm going to give my my buddy Jerry a call and see how he feels about it. So I'd like to preface this by saying this is the first time a guest has ever been on The Fizz. This is the first voice to ever speak on The Fizz Uh, besides my own, which has to be refreshing for you, the listener. So I'm going to give Jerry a call now. It's the first time I've done it. All right, so let's give this a shot. Let me find Jerry's fucking number. Actually, he just texted me. He said he's crushing Labatt Blues listening to Migos. All right, here we go. Let's call Jerry. This is so exciting. The first guest of The Fizz.
1: What's
0: up? Yo. What's going on? Nothing. What are you doing?
1: Just hanging out at my crib.
0: So I got it hooked up. We're live. We're recording. Um, so all this is on the air. It's the first Good. time. You're the first. You're the first ever guest of the Fizz. C-
1: can we just go through real quick about my credentials? Cause like I feel like I am probably the worst first guest on the show you could ever get like
0: oh that's 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 without a doubt yeah i was i was gonna give you a little time here you know to just kind of either you can defend yourself you can make fun of yourself you can introduce yourself i just thought the people would so they so what everyone does know is that your name's jerry you're overweight you're an accountant and you live in cleveland
1: all all of those are true absolutely uh i would say the one thing though that people need to know about is that i am really fat and it's something that really hurts me every day and every time i hear you say it it just makes me hate you even more
0: well most of the most of the weight comes from from the hips it oh, yeah the, the love handles don't lie mm-hmm. at all no at all. no like if you yeah if you if i was falling down i would rather grab onto one of those than reach out for your hand because there's more there's more to grab on to.
1: A lot more. A lot more.
0: All right, so I was just uh I was just talking about Stafford's contract here and I wanted to know what you thought about it. Did he should he have got that money?
1: Well, I mean, first like if you are raising a child right now, you should train him every day to be a quarterback because for some reason like the NFL is like it there's no one out there that can play quarterback, so I do kind of agree that he's the man should get paid. Like he's fucking good.
0: Jerry, I was just, I was literally just reading through the list of like the bottom 15 quarterbacks in the NFL, and it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. It's it's like laughable. I mean, Blake Bortles has literally forgotten how to play quarterback. And like, there's a guy named Tom Savage starting in Houston.
1: I I who the fuck is Tom Savage? I keep hearing his name like, oh, he might beat out uh, Deshaun Watson. It's like, well, I don't even know who the fuck Tom Savage is.
0: Dude, Savage is better His last name is Savage, it, which is, which fucking is it, dude, yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, I like Tom Savage, and the only, I like him because I watched Hard Knocks like two years ago, and and he was, like, straight, but, like, he's just been, like, their backup for, like, I don't know, like, whatever years. He's like Sean Hill that the Lions used to have. I mean, how about how about fat boy, uh, how about fat-ass Cutler just, like, waltzing into the Miami job?
1: Yeah, like, that guy was probably smoking cigs, getting blacked out every day, and then they're like, hey, here's a bazillion-dollar contract. You're walking in starter. He walks into a preseason game, and everyone's looking like, Cutler looks lights out. Looks <laughs> out. They're, they're already talking about him taking Tannehill's position, which is hilarious because everyone's been talking about Tannehill's a stud. Tannehill's a stud. This guy was getting ready. He wasn't getting ready to play football. No, no.
0: He, he was getting
1: ready to. He no. was getting ready to probably what, like like his physique is similar to mine.
0: He was sm- he was smoking cigs on the toilet. Is what he <laughs> is essentially what he was doing, and like he was like begging Kristen Cavallari for Blumpkins. and she, and I think. I think she's the only reason he's doing this job at all.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Like she, I mean, like but if you were in his position, wouldn't you just be like, "Fuck it, worse come to worse, like I throw five picks in the first game and then I just go back to doing what it." Was dude,
0: worse comes to worse, I sever my leg off. Like it's yeah. it's one year, 10 million dollars in Miami with with no expectations.
1: Hey, Hey, real quick, though, I want to go back to Stafford. I want to give Stafford some love. Like, that dude, without Stafford, I mean, where would the fuck would the Lions be?
0: What the Like, what the fuck would we do? I just don't understand how anybody can compl- – okay, like, one, you could say, like, yes, he probably shouldn't be the highest paid NFL player of all time. Agreed. But he – but, like, this is how the market of sports works. It's all about, like, your timing. And he just fell into the most perfect timing with the shittiest quarterbacks, no one really coming out of college, and um, his, his contract expiring or whatever.
1: It, I mean, look at fucking Brock Osweiler. Oh my I God. mean, that dude got beat out in two preseason games by Deshaun Kaiser, who started less than 15 games <laughs> in college. And that guy's getting paid $18 million a year. I mean, D- it's just. Brock it's the a gold cock. Mark.
0: Brock the cock man. I do not know what happened to him, uh, dude. The uh, at least uh, yeah. So like, if you don't sign Stafford, who you turn into is the Cleveland Browns.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We would be the Cleveland Browns if we didn't have Stafford. I I almost feel bad for Stafford at the same time because that guy. I don't feel bad for him. Win a play. I I, I don't feel. Let's be real. I don't feel bad for him at all. Fucking Matt Millen. he's never not been
0: paid. He's never not been paid.
1: Okay, yeah, he deserves the paycheck, whatever. But at the same time, if that guy's on a half, like, if he's on the fucking Ravens, he has two Super Bowls. If he's on the Giants, he has two Super Bowls.
0: I don't know what the fuck you do if you don't sign him. Like, so let's, let's, we've hammered that point home quite, quite enough. Uh, What, what would you do with $27 million, Jerry? All
1: right, there, and, to give the audience you, you know the preview, you did kind of give me this lineup so i did write a couple things down
0: here good yeah um
1: the one that i had to say and this is like oh like Bart, beach chose everyone like you know the normal like no. I quit my fucking job like that'd be the first number one thing
0: I did. how would you like, how would you quit like i would you go so say you got the news I think I think if I got the news I signed this contract like you know I got twenty seven million dollars I would go into work for like two hours because I want to I want everyone there and I want everyone to watch me leave and I think i'd I would just walk out dual birds you know what I mean see
1: I, I think I'd do the opposite mm-hmm. I'd be like I just wouldn't show up anymore and then mm-hmm. they'd be like, hey Jerry where are you at why aren't you doing your work anymore? and I'd be like Oh, yeah, that's right. I just signed, like, the biggest fucking contract in history of sports.
0: Right. Keep
1: and, yeah. and then basically that is the dual bird walkout.
0: Yeah. I like the idea of an actual dual bird walkout. If I could take off my clothes, I'd probably do that as well, depending on how much I hated my job at the time. So I'd probably be naked.
1: <laughs> I would buy out Stephen Weiss's contract. Nothing pisses me off when I look at, like, you know, fucking contracts for the Wings and I just see this piece of shit who is getting paid $1.6 million over the next three years and the fucker tour is growing, like, three years ago and hasn't been able to get his dick heart since.
0: I, I, think you, I think you and Kenny Holland are literally the only two people on earth that, like, remember that that guy's under contract. It's I forget bo- I, I forget every time until I talk to you and I'm reminded that that guy's still under fucking contract for the Red Wings And then every
1: time we play Tampa Bay we see Flip and it was like oh we saved 500 grand and we we took Steven Weis second line center and then it's like the dude literally breaks his cock week two and he's done and now we gotta pay this fucker for the next three years I don't know.
0: All right, J.R. Barrett, let's take a little break from sports for a second to play um, the only real reoccurring game on the Fizz, which is Over Under. <laughs> they were sent over by our buddy, Andrew. Um, and for you guys, the listener who don't know, Andrew, I lived with Andrew for all four years at Michigan State and then another two years out in Chicago. And Andrew also lived, ironically, with Jerry for like, I don't know, how long did he live with you?
1: Uh, It was the summer. summer.
0: Clever guy. So he sent over the uh, over-under categories this week. So me and Jerry are going to run through them. So let me open my email here and pull this up.
1: He definitely should have been the first fucking person you asked to do this, rather than fat Jerry and your fucking girlfriend.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You should have sent him over. He he actually texted me and said, "Let me send over the over under this week." So I was real real excited at his uh, eagerness to do it. Thank you, Emery. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, Andrew Emery. We're just doing your whole fucking name. I don't care. You're identified. Um. All right. So let's begin over under. Um, wait, wait. Should
1: we set it like who's going first? Like, oh, we, should we, we set, set some out
0: guidelines? Out? Yeah, we should probably do yeah, that. Let's set some guidelines. Do you want to go back and forth, or is that too much? No, back and forth probably makes sense, right?
1: Let's do back and forth.
0: All right, so do you want me to go first or you?
1: Uh, I'll go first.
0: Okay, but we're both telling how we feel on each topic. It's just who's goes first, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. I wasn't going to just – we're not going to stay silent on these. All right, so number one, the World Series of Poker. I forgot who's going Ooh. first. Is that me? Ooh. Who's going – who's first again? You fucking <laughs> forgot. Yeah, I did. I did. And we nailed this down two seconds. <laughs> ago. Two seconds ago, and I literally already forgot. I'll go first. Yeah. We said. Yeah. I, I already know what you probably think of this. Go ahead.
1: I think the World Series of Poker is really fucking overrated.
0: Oh, thank
1: God! Can you name one like other than like your Phil Hellmuth? I mean, I don't even know. What um, is that the guy Hellmuth? Is that like the fucking poker guy? See, that's the thing. Like, no I don't, one fucking knows.
0: I know there's a guy from Michigan that like won. Oh. He wore like a Calvin jersey the whole time he, he did he it. A,
1: yeah, like he was from Shelby Township, and you're like fuck, did he win?
0: I think he like I think he won one year, man, because like a lot of like uh, a bunch of guys ran into him at the Michigan State uh, Rose Bowl a couple of years ago. No one fucking knows. Why is it? Why does it get airtime like at all? Why is the World Series of Poker something that I see on ESPN or like FS? Like, remember
1: when like playing poker was like a fucking thing? You play like Texas Hold'em in high school. Yeah. Like I feel like that shit's faded. Like even betting, like if you're like, oh, like I play poker on Bobata, it's just like, dude, no, you fucking don't. Yeah. Like, you play like. Fifty to one dollar blinds. You sit there all night and waste your money. Like you don't know how to. You're you're not fucking Kenny GB from Rounder.
0: Fucking the World Series of Poker is so fucking whack. Way overrated. Yo, let's move on. For fuck's sake. You go here. You, you know here. A- Emery Emery, ladies and gentlemen. His his name is Andrew Emery. I was trying to call him Emery for identi- identity sake, but we're just going with his full name now because I call him Emery and I can't help it. So, but I want to tell you, Jerry. Emery spaced these out like by five lines and it makes it so much easier to like hide the next one coming up.
1: (laughs) But mine were always like fucking right on
0: Yeah. You might as well just pasted them like right over each other. Emery like knew what he's fucking doing here. Clever kid. Okay. (laughs) All right. Number, number two, um, driving really fast. So, okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go kind of have two answers here. High school, Frank really loved driving really fast. Um, now, really not not a big fan of it. Um, kind of keep it in between the speed limit. No need to go fast. Um, one time I hit a deer going like 80 miles an hour, blew out the windshield, both airbags went off. Um, I, you know, I uh, police showed up, and it just I just I don't really have a need to go fast anymore. I like time to react.
1: I have to say it's completely fucking overrated. And I think that's just because I'm not trying to get to my destination. Most of the time when I'm go- I'm driving, I'm going to work, and I catch myself, like, switching over into, like, the lane with more traffic just because I'm like, fuck, if I get in this lane, like <laughs> I'll be there 15 minutes later, which means I'm working 15 minutes less.
0: Let's move on. Uh, what the fuck? All right, he wrote, he wrote live music. Besides concerts, so I think I think I think what you're he means a bar there is like you're at a bar. <laughs> I don't uh, he either means he might mean at a bar or does he mean okay that doesn't make any sense I thought maybe yeah. he meant like like YouTube videos of live music
1: oh like you're listening to live music I guess no he definitely did not mean that all right
0: so he means like at a bar at a bar we
1: we'll completely completely overrated again
0: over live music is
1: underrated it's it's totally over like you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you get like fucking the bagpipes
0: what bars are you going to where a guy's fucking blown into some pipes
1: well i feel like it's always some like fucking Irish pub where it's some guy that's like bald as fuck what the
0: fuck are you talking where do you hang out at you're such a fat pile of shit. Like, what are you talking? The, normally, I'm thinking of like a guy on a guitar, you know, with like like drums, like John Mayer. yeah, like or like a John Mayer, like a hipster or something. Like, I don't know where what Irish pub you're hitting, where a guy's squeezing bagpipes and he's fucking bald.
1: You like Rosie O'Grady's? Like, don't you guys still hit that? Spot <laughs> all the
0: time? Even if we do hit like an Irish pub, I've never seen like a live Celtic band. Uh, on the bagpipes there. I don't get out much. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm going underrated, and you're wrong. The answer is underrated. All right, so number four, strippers and strip clubs. Is it going first on that? I think it's me. I think it's me. Um, I think strippers and strip clubs are completely overrated. One, the girls don't like you at all. They just like the little amount of money that I have. Two, it's expensive as all shit. And, uh, you know, three, you never wake up the next day out of a strip club and, like, feel, like, good about yourself. You never are like, oh, that was that was great. I feel wonderful. I'm always, like, I'm always anxious as all fuck after doing a night at the strip club.
1: And I have, I have a fourth point to why they're so overrated. Half, or not half the time, like 99% of the time, the girls are fucking disgusting. Oh, slimy like like i i wouldn't touch these girls with a 20 foot pole
0: no let alone your fucking like, 3 inch you know, penis. half of them are like either I, mean, I guess i guess you
1: know all for for all the champagne listeners out there from outside of cleveland dozens of them into, yeah. i'm sure I'm sure there's <laughs> fucking like in cleveland detroit the talent on a tuesday no. night yeah. in the suburbs i mean mm-hmm. you're better off just going there for like the buffet or i guess that's just my fat instinct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i yeah i mean but i i agree with you jerry like if i'm hitting fucking bazookies at 3 a.m um you know at that point frank just go home save your money and you know crank one out
1: See, see, my theory is: Jerry, go there, pay ten dollars, get the buffet. And get out.
0: <laughs> you're a sick fuck. You know that. All right, next one. Um, you're up first on this one. Number five: uh, the ocean.
1: The ocean. Ooh, I would say. Sorry, I was just cracking on that blue ear. Oh, that's okay. Um, I would have to say very, very underrated.
0: Under you got the ocean is underrated. I I guess, which I don't know how it could be you could say it's underrated because it's fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. And and some of these I do trip up with just as how much like they're like you know, spoken about and like how much they're rated in general. Like Yeah,
1: exac exactly. But I would say that fucking people like they're always fucking scared of it and shit and sharks. Like, the ocean's fucking
0: sweet. You're, like, kind it's of a so- nature faggot, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I've, I've done, like, your... The great white thing was pretty fucking cool.
0: No one I knows mean, what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no one knows what I'm talking about.
0: You swam with sharks. Um. So the reason uh, Emery put this in here is because he knows the ocean is my biggest fear.
1: Because you fear fucking everything.
0: I will fuck you up. I don't fear you. Um... <laughs> the the fucking ocean's so overrated it's so so overrated like great there's so much water oh it's so powerful can't drink it can't drink the water at all salty as all shit you prune up in like one second and not to mention 90 percent of the shit in there just like could kill you
1: that's true that's like how much safer do you feel in a fucking lake
0: yes so how about a pool i'm just like a pool guy yeah, yeah. Well, I, I might, it,
1: it might be overrated. I might have to switch on this one.
0: Flood insurance. Flood insurance. I feel like this is a very sensitive topic, especially with what's going on in Houston right now. Scary. If, as I'm going first again, or no, you went first last time. As a Houston re- resident, it's got to be underrated. Right now, I feel like it's a little overrated. From like a Michigan standpoint.
1: It might be underrated because all I remember. Back in the day, is when,
0: like you know, your fucking
1: sub pump. Like I mean, I'm not a handyman. What? So like, I don't know what that is. No. And for the listeners that are listening, like my dad was that old, like old Italian dude that just like had a high temper. And like when that sub pump broke. All I can think of is that fucking clay water shooting <laughs> into his face, and he's screaming, cock-sucking motherfucker. And at that point, it oh definitely did have flood insurance. And he <laughs> probably wish he did? Yes. So at that, to that point, underrated. Detroit, that sub pump will back up, and that just clay-ass fucking water will shoot your goddamn face.
0: It'll hit your fucking Italian dad right in his fucking lips. All right, flood insurance underrated. Final answer. All right, <laughs> number seven, balconies. You're up. I they,
1: would. I mean, fucking underrated. Who doesn't like a fucking balcony?
0: They're so underrated. Try they're not. So try underrated. not having a balcony.
1: Try, yeah, like who wouldn't want a balcony?
0: I just don't you get do it. Whatever
1: the fuck you want
0: on Th- That's what I'm saying. Even if it is on grass, it like overlooking like I don't know. You know the roadside motel. Like I'd rather just have that balcony as an option than not have it. It's not like you have to be out there.
1: Underrated, completely underrated. Who doesn't want a balcony? If you're not, if you don't want a balcony, you're a fucking idiot. Yes, yeah. let's just go that
0: route. Yeah, you're right. You're just a fucking idiot. I mean, you've been to my apartment, which has that like balconette. It's just like a cock tease. I like, can't get out there really. Like, it's hell. It's hell on earth. It's hell on earth. All right. Ooh, someone always throws in a, uh, a, uh, a Game of Thrones character, and I love it. Um, um, so we got Gregor the Mountain Clegane, and that guy. I don't even know. I'm gonna say he's like, fuck. Is he overrated? Like, is he overrated? I think he's overrated. I'm gonna go that this guy is over fucking rated because I have a feeling maybe maybe it's not correct. But if he got in a in a fight with the fucking hound, his brother, I think the hound beats him.
1: Dude, that guy crushed someone's fucking skull. <sighs> bear
0: goddamn. Well, man. that's because the viper was dancing around like a fucking jagaloon.
1: And like. T- like it did his defense against the fight against the hound, like Brienne of Tarth beat the fuck out of Hound.
0: dude. Brienne of Tarth is not to be fucked with.
1: <laughs> but is she like the is she like the mountain? If you're saying that, and you're saying like Brienne of Tarth is like the strongest fucking character in Game of Thrones,
0: it doesn't. Like, it's can not can all about stri- it's not all about strength. Okay, not strength. Okay, just fight
1: her one on one.
0: That's true. That's true. If you're if you're saying
1: the hound can beat the mountain, then you're saying Brienne of Tarth can beat the mountain.
0: All right. Uh, how about? Do you think Jon Snow could beat the Mountain? Oh, I mean, Jon Snow like is is up there for like, like the best. I
1: feel like a Nick Lindstrom like heart by like, mind factor. You know, like yeah. Nick wouldn't be able to do that shit, but like he could do it because he was the perfect human. I feel like Jon Snow falls in that category.
0: Yeah, I I do feel uh, Jon Snow has way too much heart to lose to the Mountain. All right, fuck it. We're moving on to the next one. Um, because we're taking way too long. Uh all right, kegs. Go.
1: Kegs underrated.
0: Kegs are she so underrated.
1: who like, doesn't <laughs> like a keg? Do you know what my like one keg stands are fucking awesome. Two, my favorite's the fucking gargoyle. Like, I'm always in for gargoyle.
0: Heavy gargoyle fan. Um there's heavy 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 gargoyle. And there's there's always something about like a kegger that is just so much more exciting. Like, the, like I would go to keggers and not even drink out of the fucking keg, but I'd be like, "Oh, I'm at a fucking kegger." Like, I don't. I, there's it's like some, a momentum there. It is, so, and
1: like, it's not like, oh, like that, it gives everyone a reason to drink. Got to finish the keg. Got to finish the keg.
0: And no, and people like would act, you know, like act like, "Oh, there's a keg. There's endless amounts of beer." Like you go to college parties, they would run out almost instantly, but it was still cool to have the Four, keg eight there. Eight o'clock. And then you can like do shit with the keg, like huck it around the backyard or something. There's always a lot of fun with the keg. So you got you got no follow up point there. That's great. Thanks, Jerry. No, it's good. No, yeah, no, no, it's good. I got it. Oh yeah, there's always shit you can do with the keg. What? were you doing? Fucking like eating a Snickers?
1: No. I was just thinking how fucking dumb that was.
0: What kegs or what Meat? There's a lot
1: of things you can do with them, like what, like store, like some extra water. For, like, you never
0: seen people like do a keg toss or anything like that? No, no, not at all. Well, that's because you went to fucking John Carroll and you were probably John in Car- bed by ten thirty every night. Oh, I went to Michigan
1: State. Fucking parties are so sick.
0: God, you're fucking sick. Rick. You fucking make me sick. We're on number ten. co-ed high schools. Co-ed high schools are underrated. It was awesome going to school with a bunch of dudes
1: the fucking best i mean there's nothing better than going to school with a bunch of dudes i i think like the best part was you just always didn't give a fuck
0: no every day yeah there, i mean there's dicks on everything you just you just fart at will like fart and burp as much as you can
1: yeah absolutely like if you if you farted like you were cool you, you're fucking cool now were like, you guess, cool Like i'll fucking I'll, I'll slip a fart and like people won't look at me for a week
0: yeah, you shouldn't be fucking slipping farts at work, man. Like, like make sure it's coming out <laughs> like silent. can't.
1: You can't control it. <laughs> they just slip. Like, I'll giggle and a fart will come out. Like, back at, you know, fucking school, would be like, all right, that was hilarious. Now at work, it's like there's something wrong with that fat kid.
0: Yeah, because because it's not a fucking, it's a co-ed work environment. And it's a professional Whatever. Um, Maybe
1: they should switch it to, like, you know, by sex.
0: Are you drunk? How many beers have you drank over there? All right, so that will conclude uh, Over Under for the week. Thanks to the help of uh, Fat Boy Cleveland accountant Jerry for helping me walk through them. And and also uh, we'll give a thanks to Andrew Emery. We tried to conceal your identity, but it didn't work. Thank Um, you, Andrew Emery. (laughs) Thank you, Andrew Emery of Chicago, Illinois resident. We appreciate your support with the, uh, with the list of over-unders here. Um, but now we're going to move into the final segment, and it'll be the final one for a while. It is your Game of Thrones winners and losers. So I was going to kick... Jerry out for this one, but he's also a Game of Thrones fan. He's kind of buzzed and he wants to hang out. So
1: super buzzed.
0: Yeah, listen to him. So, he's you're probably fucking heating up some pizza bites as we speak, but we're going to walk through our winners and losers. Um so what do you got on the uh I'm not going to lie, team. We did discuss this a little bit beforehand, so we're just going to walk through them together. So, let's go through our winners our winners first. So, what did what did you have down I mean, there, Jerry? Obviously-
1: Big win. Even for the whole White Walker team, Night King taking down that fucking wall with a dragon. that dragon. I mean, that's that a w i've like scene out of like Dragon Ball Z, by the way. It, I mean, that was just wild.
0: Some someone at work like came up to me and was like, Now did you notice it wasn't like fire, it was like a plasma? And I was just like, just fucking stop. I was <laughs> oh, like, just God. fucking stop. It like something blew out of its body and the wall came down like they're like i didn't it didn't like melt though it crumbled i was like you gotta you gotta fucking you gotta chill
1: quick question though like what the fuck were they gonna do without the dragon
0: right scale scale that bitch i don't know maybe i mean they have a ton of guys there's they have giants too he yeah i thought it would be more of a tedious process nope just kind of blew at it for like i don't know four minutes and they were good and now they're cruising No,
1: they're good. Like,
0: they're no big deal. No, NBD. We're we're on the march. I mean, it took them. It took them like four seasons to go from like the end of the forest to the front of the wall. And now, now we're just now it's free range. They're just cruising. And then it took them
1: four minutes to get through.
0: the wall. <laughs> yeah. And the the wall took years to build. Um, all right, so Night King's a Night King's a clear winner. Um, big winner. Um, I got I got the Stark sisters down. Big wires. Yeah, and I'm lucky I don't take off my pants right now and start hammering away at myself because I fucking called that Sansa was the shit. And Sansa pulled that whole fucking bait and switch routine with Littlefinger and fucking Arya, which was so sweet.
1: No, and I agree. Cause I I actually think that is a bigger winner than Arya because she seems a little weak there,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then, then she just pulled out her dick and put it on the table.
0: Laid it there, just laid, laid it, it there. there. Yeah, big W for uh, the Stark family not letting fucking Baelish drive the spike in between them. Um, and then, you know, the easy one you'd kind of think, but I got I got <laughs> I got Jon Snow and uh, Daenerys. E-
1: <laughs> are, they, are they winners
0: here Or I, are they losers uh, I couldn't I really couldn't believe That they ended up Fucking each other At the end I I sort of feel like I'm kind of worried That Game of
1: Thrones Is going to like Lead this incest train Like making it okay Like it's like it's not a big
0: deal You're going to start Making out with your aunt At the next fucking Baptism you go to Jerry That's what
1: I'm saying I'm not I'm not But like These other people are like Oh like it's okay Like they do that
0: thing Back then <laughs> No
1: it's not fucking up.
0: I saw some meme where it was like, season one, ew, incest. And it was like season seven, all right, incest. Yeah, like like it's fucking, it's okay now. There was a lot of people, there was a lot of people rooting for uh, those two to hook up, including my girlfriend. And like, she was like cheering when it happened. And I was kind of like, eh. Exactly. Are
1: they winners? Are they losers?
0: I mean, it's just his aunt. I'm just kidding. Um. All right, let's move into, so I don't know. I guess they're winners and losers, but let's move into the definite losers. Um, so we got, we got your boy, Torman. <laughs> we got Giant Giantsbane on the list. Cause we don't know if that fucker survived.
1: Does anybody out there even know who Tormund the Giantsbane is?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. He's, he's the wild. People love him. He like loves, he loves Brienne of Tarth.
1: No, no, But obviously like who the fuck is like, oh yeah, that's like, Torm the Giantsbane. It's like, no, the wildling fucking redhead dude with the big ass fucking beard
0: right right nailed it bud okay so <laughs> let's uh and then i have we have jamie lannister as a loser but could be looked at as a winner as well i feel like i mean sorry you can't fuck your hey, sister hey, anymore we gotta dude back. we have to bring back what On torn the giant stain
1: we did even <laughs> talk about him getting fucking murdered <laughs> we don't know if he's murdered but we didn't even mention that what We didn't even mention him getting murdered.
0: I thought you did on the wall. I thought you covered that. Do I have the worst memory ever? I didn't cover it. I didn't cover it. Okay, well, I don't don't know if he's actually dead. You didn't see him die. Like, I just feel like in Game of Thrones, like, you're not dead unless they show you fucking die.
1: Yeah, or like, you're Jon Snow coming out of the fucking ice.
0: Right, and Tormund Giantsbane is not Jon Snow. Correct. Are you happy? yes okay so either he's dead or he's like at the wall with the walkers and a ice dragon busting through or he's about to be dead yeah or he's about to be dead correct um can we move on to Jamie Lannister now yes okay Jamie Lannister I got him he's under the losers list but like I don't know I think like I think he might be headed towards the Khaleesi crowd with his brother and shit
1: definitely make him a winner amongst the audience for sure
0: right and like oh sorry you can't nail your sister anymore Again,
1: on the incest,
0: right? Okay, I guess. All right, and just the number one loser who do you got?
1: I mean, little finger. <laughs> I, <thought>. I <laughs> yeah. mean, everyone was sibling to this bastard and dies yeah. in season one.
0: To watch watching him beg for his life was like very oh. satisfying. Oh, I think my favorite ever was um, when Jon Snow was beating the living fuck out of Ramsey that was that was my favorite but this little finger one was a very close second to it's to a, satisfying dub farm sandwich
1: with me
0: you are fucking off the walls i should have not let you stick around for the fucking game of thrones finale <laughs> at all losing it yeah um all right well that's that's it that's our game of thrones winners and losers um jerry you added fucking nothing to this nothing um, thank you, everybody, for listening to this dog shit this week. I hope Jerry didn't scare you off. He might be back next week. I don't know. He's probably puking in the toilet right now. But I want to say thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you to Foundation Hotel. And thank you to the Score app for sponsoring this. Have a great week, everyone.
1: Talk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Talk with Need it. shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Start with the hood rats. Then pop okay, models. we pop on am the championship game. Look like I got on a championship game. Cause I ball hard. Don't just leave harder. I am the bird man. I am Jay Power.